It's time for building the game. Building the game with Jason and friends. Tabletop game design with Jason at the end of the episode, that's when it technically ends. Hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, February 7th, and you're listening to episode 506. As always, I am your host, Jason. Today, go- joined by uh, our mentee co-host, Fernando Cunha. Hey, Fernando, how you doing? Hi there. Yeah, I'm doing, doing great, I think. <laughs> I know your family was uh, was was uh, ill last week, so it's uh, we were going to have you on, but uh, sounds like everybody's yeah. on the upswing, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, everyone's getting COVID now. So yeah, 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 we got it too, uh, but we are are feeling better now. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, no, I mean, up here, so my whole family has the four of us have not gotten it yet, which is nothing short of a miracle. I, I have no idea how we've avoided it. Um, yeah, but it's like it's one of those things where we're just wait, it's it's we're just waiting because like it's we know that at some point we're going to get it and um you know like you we're vaccinated and stuff and so we just yeah we just hope for the best with that but um, but um it's it's crazy um and then beforehand you and I were talking about you know uh so everybody I've mentioned this before when Fernando was first on but uh, Fernando and his family live in Brazil. Um, and I, had, I had said, you asked me how it was going and I was like, well, we had a, we had a snow day yesterday and a snow day today. And then I paused and said, wait, I bet you don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, do yeah, you, we don't have that many reference of snow here. <laughs> right. Right. Do you like, do you ever get snow? Like, is it like a, is it like a fluke yeah. where sometimes you might get snow? No, no. Here in Brazil, no, we, we don't get snow. No, here. no. Yeah, uh, I I, I've seen snow traveling abroad, not here. Okay, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so I where we where I live in 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 Michigan, um, we're in you know the northern U.S., so we get like we get hammered with snow. Uh, I was saying today uh, they forecasted up to twelve inches, but based on how much I shoveled, I would say it was probably about <laughs> probably about fourteen inches. I had to shovel my driveway of snow twice in the course Whoa. of between the morning and then once again in the afternoon. Um, so, and I, I'm sure tomorrow I'm going to be doing it again. Cause after it started snowing last night around midnight and it has been, it, it has not stopped. So there's still snow consistently coming down. Um, yeah. yeah so, but, but I bet that's a, a good time to think about designing games. It is the... right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, hanging out with the kids and, uh, we, we played some, played, uh, the new Pokemon legends game on the switch for a bit. And then we, uh, Josiah and I are oh, working my son. That looks great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot like Breath of the Wild, which was one of my favorites. So um yeah. but we uh we worked on uh one of Josiah's games that we've been working on for a couple of years now. Uh we've kind of done some pivoting on it. And uh so we're I'll, I'll hopefully have him on the show um to talk about it at some point again once we get a little closer to done. We've we've changed up the theme a little bit. It's about capturing dinosaurs, but we we put a fun That's twist on it now. Um, that's going to make it a little sillier and a little more, uh, I think a little more engaging for kids because we're trying to design it for his age group, which is nine, um, right. you know, somewhere around there. So, so yeah, it's, we, we had a good time working on that. And then my daughter and I have a game that we have to get back to and, uh, yeah, they keep you, they keep you busy <laughs> doing this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kids do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So, so we were going to talk a bit about, you know, this is your first like full episode and we were going to talk a bit about, you are working on a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of different things between games and other game related things. And, um, yeah. And we thought we'd kind of go through some of that and talk about some of it in detail, uh, talk about, you know, some of the specific games you're working on and, uh, let everybody get to know you and what you're working on a, a bit more. And, uh, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so I've been designing games since uh, 2017, as I said on my introduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because, because of Oli. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the, the first game that I've started designing at that time was Gataria. And Gataria is the first game that will be published. Uh, we had uh, a crowdfunding campaign for it last year. And it's from a small publisher here in, in, in my city, Belo Horizonte. Uh, it's from Galbs Games. So they are now uh, finalizing uh, the, the art and uh, game rules, mm-hmm. keeping just get to, to the, the point to deliver the game. Uh, it will probably be released in April, I think. Of this year? So, yeah, yeah. Fantastic, uh, fantastic. Can yeah. that you did that on uh, a Brazilian crowdfunding platform? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, uh, on Catarse. Okay, uh, cool. Because here in Brazil we don't have Kickstarter yet, so <laughs> right, <laughs> we right. have we have this platform that's a, a similar platform, but just for Brazil. Um, yeah, so right now i'm dealing with stuff to to close everything on this game and right uh, it's a small small uh small group of people in this company mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm helping with everything i can to right, right. yeah right yeah. i mean so many you know in the u.s too so many of the there's there's a lot of publishing companies obviously um and and so many of them are you know two people, one person, five people tops. You yeah, know, when you, when yeah. you hear like, Oh, there's five of us, five of us on staff at this game design place. You know, I'm like, wow, like yeah. that's, that's a decent <laughs> that's a sized publisher. Company. If they can afford five <laughs> staff members, like five full-time staff members, that's, that's actually a lot, yeah. especially because, you know I mean? Generally the manufacturing doesn't fall on the company yeah. itself. Right. Because you, you know, outsource that. And um, yeah. so it's not like you've got a company with a production facility and, and all that. Um, so tell us a bit, I normally we do this towards the end, but like, since we were talking about Gateria, um, why don't you tell us about the game and how it works? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're changing, changing the plans. Okay. Always can change the rules. Yeah, okay. I'm in charge. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> okay. So uh, the basic premise of this game is that you, um, what, uh, what start my design thinking for this game is that you control uh, two uh, two pieces in this game, two, two cats, uh, using the same uh, same input. So uh, it's a basically a, a, a game with uh, program. What, oh, program move, programmed actions or program movements? Yeah, yeah, program yep. movements. Yeah, so. You uh, choose one one uh, tile that will indicate what 
will be the, the, the movement and you need to, to move all your pieces on, on the board using that same input. So that's the basic premise of this game. So uh, the, the story of it is that uh, there is a little witch uh, on the board. It's a, a board uh, made of X tiles like uh, Catan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, at the center of the board, there's a tower of a little witch, a witch apprentice um, called Petunia. And she's looking for a new uh, cat familiar. Um, so uh, she, she has a, an old cat, an old cat called Nix that's um, old. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, She's probably, uh, yeah, passing uh, sometime soon. So mm-hmm. they are looking for a new cat partner for uh, Petunia. So uh, they organize like a, a championship to find what's the best cat uh, to, <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, to, to be the, the new familiar for Petunia. So... Um, yeah, and you you use uh, this program action to move your cats on the board and attack your opponents. And uh, there's also a, a Nix is on the board too. And when when she moves, she will break a, a tile. Uh, each tile on on the board is like a, a roof of of this village. So when oh, Nix okay. is yeah, yeah, it's a top view of, of a village. Uh, so when Nix is moving on the board and she will always be controlled by the last player or of the, yeah, of, of the, the turn and mm-hmm. she breaks a, a tile and the, the board is always shrinking, kind of. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a game of, a game with um, Take That and that kind of stuff. It's a family game. Uh, all my games is always more oriented for that kind of public mm-hmm. families and yep. uh, gateway games. It's what I like to play and what I try to design. Yeah. Well, that's a, I love the theme of that, uh, of <laughs> finding the cat familiar. Um, and, uh, and I feel like cat program, like program movement for cats feels very thematic because like <laughs> you could tell a cat what to do, but it may not actually do what yeah. you want it to do. It might do yeah. what you told it, but that's not what you actually meant. <laughs> uh, and with program movement, obviously I know things can get super messy where you're like, do this. Cause it's a good idea now. And then, you know, and then by the time the cat takes the action, it's like, oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. So I love that. <laughs> I think that theme is brilliant. Um, <laughs> Good. uh how like how is how big of a box game is it is it being that it's uh, tiles is it smaller or yeah it, it will be the, it's a the medium game it's not a, a big box it's like um a 20 by 20 centimeters okay yeah, yeah yeah cool <laughs> i was just i was normally that's not a question to ask but since you're actually like publishing it those are great answers yeah. you have because you have to have an actual box size right so um <laughs> and is that just releasing for now in brazil yeah yeah uh we are trying to yeah, let me say that i'm trying to <laughs> look for mm-hmm. partners abroad but not not nothing can, can have come out yet right right 
Yeah, yeah. And there I know there are um I know there are publishers here that uh um to pick up stuff to move over, you know, to to port. Um so yeah, I'm sure there's opportunities for that. You know, I'm used to seeing games go from English to other languages, but I'm assuming is it published in Portuguese? Yeah, it yeah. is. Okay. Since it's obviously it's only Brazil, it'd be odd to publish it in any other language, any other language, right? <laughs> no, we went with the Russian format. We thought that'd be really, you know, really hard for everybody to play. Yeah. So, uh, so what's your like? What are the next projects you're hoping to work on now that you've, uh, or the next project even that you're that you're hoping to work on as this wraps up? Because obviously you you have some more time to put into this for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's been hard for me to uh, to dedicate time in a lot of this stuff. Uh, right. I'm I'm trying to to figure out how to work on multiple things. Uh, I don't have uh, much design stuff to to do on this game right now. Uh, mm-hmm. During the the campaign, uh, I even uh, design a five five player expansion for it like mm-hmm. um, but we um, didn't use it because they didn't need to <laughs> it right. was like a, a stretch goal right and... right yeah that's the yeah. problem with those right is you might end up doing a lot of work that you don't end up needing <laughs> yeah yeah but it's i'm keeping it mm-hmm. maybe some reedition yeah, no, right. I mean, future. or if you, if you, um, if you know, it becomes something that they can port to another language. You know, maybe having yeah. that fifth player. You know, I, there, I know of companies that will only publish games that are you know five players or even there's a there's a publisher in every game they publish is six players. Like they only publish pu- games that are six players. <laughs> you know, like that's and that's yeah. every every publisher has a preference. So I mean, I, I think that having that ability is is not necessarily a bad thing for sure. Cool. Yeah, the, I, I have a, a couple of projects that uh, it's in various stages of don't know <laughs> development. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, I have uh, a sign game uh, that I like too much, but it's um, I I don't uh, probably couldn't talk about it too much <laughs> yep. yep that is fair i understand that is that is, is that another game signed in brazil or is that no signed? no it's it was signed uh after the pitch project that i have participated in 2020 from excellent Sam Fung-Ling and jay cormier uh, oh yes yes so that that was my first experience uh um doing something <laughs> Outside of Brazil, participating right, right. in an event right. and that kind of stuff. And, and Sen and Jay was... are both fantastic. Yes. So yeah, uh, we've had Sen are. on the show before. I haven't had Jay on here before, but yeah, I, I know I've met both of them. So yeah. yeah. Super, super kind person. Yes. And yes, they're, they are. They're fantastic. Yeah. So that was, um, that led me to everything else that came after that. Mm-hmm. That was in, in 2000. 2020 and uh, first year of pandemic <laughs> and online events started uh, happening and uh, we could attend from 
from here from Brazil on that kind of stuff that didn't happen before, I think. So, yes, yes. And that, that was a change, like even for here in the US, that was, yeah. that's something I've talked about on the show before that, you know, it used to be like for, for us game designers, it was like you met publishers at conventions, right? And so yeah. that could disproportionately, you know, be bad for anyone who can't get to conventions right absolutely um yeah. you know even myself who's who's very fortunate to go to usually two to three conventions a year um which is great um yeah. but you know i mean there are people that go to six or seven right and so if those people have more access there are people that go to zero they have way less access right obviously people from other countries especially like it's a lot more travel time to get to a gen con or an origins or or really anything yeah. you might go to in the u.s um yeah. And so the the opening up of that has been game changing, I think, for people being able to get access to uh, to publishers. And I, what's so great about that is, you know, you have newer designers like yourself and others, and new voices uh, that are going to get a shot at being in front of people um, that that wouldn't have before. And um, for sure. so that's that's huge. Like, and that's such a good thing for the industry because we need we need more diverse voices. We need more people from all around, um, from every walk of life who, who want to design, designing stuff, you know, we, um, yeah. And, and so I think the opening up of that was really helpful for that. So I, yeah. I'm glad to hear that that was beneficial to you. That's fantastic. Yeah, that, that was fantastic. <laughs> and, um, after that, uh, I started searching for another opportunities and, um, attend to online pitches and that kind of stuff that was mm -hmm. happening to uh, Ravensburger and um, Cosmos did some online pitches that that ma many companies uh, opened yes. up yes. for this format of online pitching and that was great to connect with uh, big publishers and try and uh, train doing doing um, pitches and yeah um so uh, i've done uh, after that because of that uh, i ended on a group of uh, ag i think mm -hmm. and yep yep from there uh i saw uh the the invite for um, the tabletop mentorship program <laughs> yep yep yeah and uh I had, I subscribed for it right away. <laughs> yes, yes. And I think they're getting ready to do another round here. So I'm excited about that. I love, yeah. Yeah. I love participating in that program. And I hope more people do because uh, I've yet to hear somebody have a bad experience out of it. I I'm sure there are some. I'm sure some people have had not not great experiences um, because I mean, there's a lot of people involved, right? <laughs> At some point, yeah, yeah, somebody's yeah. going to have a less than ideal experience, but I think Mike and Grace are try really hard to, to fix any issues that they can. I know that that's important to them, that it's helpful to people. Yeah. All right. So, um, so you, you know, you've, so you've been working on that stuff. Uh, are there, is there, I, I know you've said you've been short on time, but are there any specific games you have that you'd like to jump into? Uh, I know you mentioned wanting to design some more stuff because of 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 your your um your oh, child yeah. Ali. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah maybe maybe uh, talk about the games that I've started designing after the tabletop mentorship program. So, Fantastic! Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, in tabletop mentorship, I was uh, paired with uh, Tim Fowers, mm -hmm. who's a great guy, awesome mind. And fantastic and designer, yes. Fantastic designer. And yeah, it's been super helpful. We still uh, talk from time to time. And uh, he has really helped me to figure out... Um, yeah, how how to keep keep the ball rolling? I think, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, at the start of the the mentorship, I was with uh, I, I was I was just I have just designed uh, a game, mm -hmm. uh, a kind of a flip and write game uh, of dancing. Ooh, so I like that. That's cool. Uh, he, yeah, he liked it too, and we start talking about it. And uh, a, a, we, we did, he did with me a kind of development of the game, mm -hmm. and uh, we we went from that with some uh, derivation. So now I have uh, the original game that I was working on, and uh, a second game in the same universe. That That's fantastic. And yeah, thinking about more themes that could uh, connect of the same basic principle. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's basically a, a line of games that I want to to work uh, on my own. On my own. Mm -hmm. So because uh, Ching uh, published his 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 own games, right? Right. So, yes. Six yeah. very successfully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's trying to get me to to that point to where you you can can do that yourself try to publish something so i'm i'm trying to get to that point uh, that, with these games uh, right and it's tricky right when you're thinking about like a whole line of games you want to do I, there's a similar situation that i'm working with on some games where like if you want to do multiple games in one like world, like that yeah. first game is like, that's yeah. it, right? Like it has to do well. Otherwise you got to think about how you're going to approach it after that. Yeah. Um, so, so that is, I mean, trying to publish one game is a crap ton of, is it's a lot of pressure, right? It's a lot of pressure. Um, and then trying to do that where you're like, okay, but if this one fails, yeah. what am I going to do about all these other games I want to publish? So, um, so yeah, that is, I, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. I think it's a fantastic idea, but I just want to recognize the amount of stress I'm sure that that gives you when you think about that, because you're not yeah. just thinking about one, one experience. You've got yeah. all of these that you're probably pretty excited about trying to put together. Yeah. And, uh, my point is that I'm always paralyzed <laughs> with <laughs> everything. <laughs> so, uh, when I talk with Tim, I'm always at this the same spot where I'm I'm afraid of doing something and afraid of uh, doing a campaign and trying to <laughs> right, push right. The, push this forward. So yeah, we are working that. But <laughs> In, yeah, yeah, and it's tricky. It's it's very easy to like because obviously you want the first game to be perfect. Um, because if it's going to work, that's kind of what, you know, it needs to happen. But I think that it, it can kind of give you that analysis paralysis of like, okay, what else can I do to make this, you know, more perfect? 
um, so that it's going to succeed when, you know, it may already be in a spot where that's where it's ready. Right. But it it can be hard to know that. And um, yeah, no, I with with the series of games that I've been working on, it's the same problem of, you know, feeling like if this first game doesn't work like and in two, like if the first game isn't isn't perfect and everything builds off that, then, you know, if you've built something flawed, even if it's successful, now you're trying to deliver on building off that. And if that's, you know, if you're starting yeah. from a flawed base, that that makes it harder. I'm not trying to make this more stressful for you. I promise <laughs> I'm just you're in my brain with with the type of stuff that I'm also worried about. So I, I get you. I totally yeah. understand yeah. Uh, where you're coming from. And it's it's nerve wracking. You know, I mean, it it makes it tough for you to um, to know exactly what to do. I, I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. So yeah, this this is the, the basically the projects that I'm working on right now. It's uh, the game is called. Uh, I I don't have a final <laughs> name yet, <laughs> but right now I'm calling uh, the line of games uh, uh, choreography. Oh yeah, because they are dancing games. And Would each one explore like a different type of dancing? Is that yeah. the idea or is it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that's, so... and that's fantastic. Obviously that is uh, yeah, that's, that is a real easy thing to have lots of different, because there's so many uh, yeah, yeah. dance styles you can do. Right. Yeah. Um, is it, what is the, like, is that, is that more for, for adults or like a 10 and I type zone or is that more focused on kids? What, what are the, no, the, these are not kids' games. It's okay. small. It, it didn't sound that, like it, but I didn't want to yeah, be yeah. like these. Definitely don't like sound like kids' games. You're like these are for kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's to teach oh, them dancing the, young. <laughs> this is uh, for family, and uh, it's, it's right. more like a um, polyminal stuff where you position uh, your mm-hmm. dance paths. Um, what would your hope be for distribution? Would it be to publish in Brazil, to publish theoretically yeah, I, more worldwide when you started? Or I I will try to do that more worldwide mm-hmm. uh, with the help of team. And right, we'll obviously, probably make a campaign in Kickstarter. Because, right, because obviously without having Kickstarter uh, where you are or any... I, yeah. I mean, do you have access to things like GameFound or Indiegogo or because they're fundraisers, does that yeah. all have to be, is it just certain, I, I, didn't, I guess I wasn't aware that certain countries couldn't use Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's true. Because <laughs> I know it's not just a US thing because there are companies in Canada and the UK that use it. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting to me. So can you not even like back games on Kickstarter? Or can you just no, not? That, we can. We can. Back. You can back we, games. You just we can can't create. Yeah. Create. If you try right. to create, you see that there are just uh, some countries that could do that. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah. Um, but you could. I see. So you could have Tim or somebody like that put that out for you, and then you could help co-manage the campaign. Yeah. Because yeah, everything is going to somewhere in the U.S. or uh, one of the other approved countries. Okay. That's yeah. really. That's really interesting. I, I obviously being from the U S it's not something I've had to deal with. And um, yeah, so I, that's, but that's really interesting. And hopefully, you know, that or other crowdfunding funding platforms, you know, get that fixed. Cause there's things like Indiegogo and game found. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do just like straight up pre-orders. 
But of course, then you have to have like a solid website to handle that, which is, you know, not the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. And you have to get the word out. So yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to yeah, uh, lot to manage that, there. That's a part that stresses me a lot, uh, getting the word out. I'm not in doing that yet. Right, right. <laughs> and I really don't know how to do that and how mm-hmm. to uh, yeah, spread the word about the game and um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's definitely some, you know, that's something we can certainly cover. I know that with uh with Jamie, one of our other co-hosts, they uh, are going to be doing their own Kickstarter. And so we've had some really good people on uh, to talk about different ways of marketing, yeah. uh, whether it's paid marketing or, you know, um, uh, or just like the social marketing aspects where it's not, you know, it's, it's, it costs nothing or, or less. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but you do have to be on places like Twitter and stuff for that. And it sounds like you're, I asked you earlier, I was like, what's your Twitter handle? And you're not on Twitter. So, so I, I thought I wasn't going to harass you about that, but now if you're going to publish your own stuff, I feel like I kind of have to harass you about that. So yeah, okay. I'm pretty I confident Twitter is available in Brazil and you can be on there. So. Yeah, it is. I get not wanting to be though. It's not, for it's sure. not, yeah, it's, it's, all social media kind of feels like a necessary evil, even though I, I have a good time talking to people on Twitter and I, and I do spend a decent amount of time there. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know where, what I would, I was saying something, but I can't remember ah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> but so so yeah i mean so a whole line of games that is ambitious and i like it um i think that's really cool um and i mean the thing is you're not you know you're doing it it's it's something you're going to do on your own but you have people like tim you know and i mean we can certainly yeah, provide yeah. you with with people too who can you know yeah. talk to you about it um I, I you you'll have a good support system when you go to do it which is really important yeah. um so but yeah, but right now what I'm planning is to use the first game for a, a more kind of a humble start <laughs> and mm-hmm. use that to leverage the campaign for the next one. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. That that's a, a basic plan. <laughs> that's right, what right. I get from that. <laughs> right. Well, and I know that, you know, at least with things like with Gateria, um, being with a small company and you helping a lot, that's got to be helping to get you some, um, some technical experience on things to do with yeah, making yeah. a game and that sort Absolutely. of thing. So, yeah. um, did they, did you print or the company, did they print Gateria in, in Brazil or did they print it like in China? Yeah, um, they are printing, they are printing here in Brazil. There awesome. are, there is a company here that does that. Um, that's fantastic it, it, and, and it's it's fast doing that here because yes <laughs> not yes. need to, to wait for shipping <laughs> yeah yeah being able to keep it in country is is fantastic yeah. if you can do that um i know that um you know that's something more companies have been looking into now with with some of the issues and such um yeah there's um uh wayfinder games they're from the the united kingdom and they they print in 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 the united kingdom to to save a lot of time for them and they also yes can do very fast turnaround time um and then you know things like we could just go pick up pick up the stuff from the printer we don't even have to pay to have it like mailed to us we can just go get it (laughs) 
uh, not, you know, forget mailing it from another country. You don't even have to, you know, have it mailed from within your country. So, yeah. um, yeah, so that's, that's all, that's all good stuff. Um, but obviously, yeah, managing a whole line of games will be a little different, but I think you'll, you'll find the right experience to do that. And, uh, and you'll find out ways to get the word out and stuff. I mean, I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> but well, don't worry. <laughs> But also remember this, it's good to be stressed about it. You know, I always tell people like, yeah. like if you ask somebody the day before their Kickstarter launch is like, are you nervous? And even if they've done 50 games and they've all went well, like if, if somebody's not at least a little nervous, like I would be concerned, like, because you yeah. never know what's going to happen. Like, so like being nervous just means you're being on your toes. Right. And you're trying to be prepared. And, uh, yeah, and that's sure. not a bad thing. <laughs> you want to yeah. be ready for for you know what you got to do yeah so yeah that that's the the, the main game that's uh keeping my mind that's what i want to do this week this year uh from it uh, i'm also working still working on bioma uh ching has said that i should uh, keep the name of my games in portuguese so bioma <laughs> Does that mean like biome or something? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, it's great when languages, when when a word in two different languages is close enough that you know yeah, what word it is. That's yeah. perfect because it sounds cool because it's in Portuguese, but then also like gataria. I mean, like uh, I assumed it had something to do with like cats when you said that because like yeah, yeah so <laughs> so um, Bioma right now is a game that I'm trying to pitch. Mm -hmm. and uh, um, what's the term for that submit to like yeah like do submissions to companies yep yep yeah submit to to contests and to companies and see what happens from that because i think it's a game with uh if i would do that my own it would be harder Mm -hmm. Uh, so i i chose i've chosen a game that's uh flipping right i think that would be simpler yeah i think i think that's a really smart thing to think about you know i mean there are plenty of designers who might publish a game or two of their own but they are very careful about what they pick i mean i've i've even seen like you know jason katarski who was a host on this show previously you know he would even like he was a publisher and he would still take some of his games that he designed and sell them to different publishers because they just they weren't the right fit for what he was trying to publish Um, so he was trying to be focused on what was best for him to publish, uh, and what he was best at, uh, and letting other publishers do the hard work on the ones that he knew could succeed, but that he didn't want to do himself. So, uh, so I think that's very smart. And and the other thing is it gives you lots of options, right? Um, it, it gives you multiple paths into the industry and into getting more games out there, which I always think is really smart. Having multiple ways to get your stuff out, I think is uh, is very important because, you know, if you're just counting on working with specific publishers, trying to get your game out, you know, it's, we, we all roll the dice, right. For lack of a better term, no, not trying to make a pun here, but like we all roll the dice on getting our games out. Um, and having more dice to roll doesn't just mean having more games or more companies to pitch to. It can also mean things like trying to put a game out yourself or, or you know, working in different mediums within uh, within board games and stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. So I think it's super smart. 
Yeah. What what contests have you have you entered Bioma into any contests or anything like that yet? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bioma uh, have won the uh, board game design contest, oh, board game wow. workshop design contest last year. Uh, that's the name. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Board game workshop from board, the board game workshop. Right. So uh, it ended in, in first place, tied, tied up with another game in the medium category. So it was a, a super great experience with uh, many feedbacks and contacts with people. Uh, so um, a bunch of great, great games uh, competing, mm-hmm. super interesting ideas. So yeah. I, it was a great experience. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, that and, is... and they had they had a, a final round with with publishers for a speed pitching, so that was awesome from them to having that uh, as part of the the contest. So oh, absolutely, to be able to yeah. to show that off. Did you have interest from publishers or get good feedback or anything? Yeah, got good feedback. Uh, still not. Any any conversations advancing? I sent some emails after that and talked a bit, but nothing uh, seriously seriously talking right now. And how long ago was that that it, that you did that speed pitching and all that stuff it was at the end of the contest? October, I think. Okay. November. Okay. Don't know. Don't. Remember. So that's it's tough. You so you're kind of in that zone of like. Maybe they're not interested. Maybe yeah. they're just being super slow because sometimes publishers can be ridiculously slow, yeah. partly because they're just busy, right? But other yeah. times they just, yeah, they're just slow. Um, <laughs> and so I, there's nothing I respect more than a publisher that gets back to you really fast and tells you no. Because it's yeah. like, hey, like yeah. hey, you said no, thank you. Um, you know, and yeah, uh, I love when I receive, uh, uh, I just, I'm super fast. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I've actually had like, there was a, a person I was pitching to, uh, and this was the weirdest experience. I, I mentioned this before on the show, but it's, it's worth noting again. It was so weird. It was, I'm showing him the game and like maybe 90 seconds to two minutes into my pitch. He was like, not pass. Like, he's like, what else you got? And I was like, Oh, Oh, wow. But then what I realized was like, we have a 30 minute pitch meeting. I have several things I want to show. And he's just like, boom, no, not interested. This doesn't fit. No pass. Like, so at first it's a little time for, for the other game. Exactly. Right. You know, and, um, (laughs) you know, and I think that's, and also, I mean, he could have said, Oh, send me a prototype. And, and if his, if his gut that quickly was saying pass, yeah. He wasn't going to, or if he said, I don't know. And then I might try and be like, well, think about this, this, and this, right? And now I'm just wasting everyone's time trying to convince him of something <laughs> that he's already decided, but hasn't had the heart to say it. So so I nice. have super respect for that. Um, and, you know, like, at first, like, I, I just speaking of getting rejections, you know, at first, like, rejections at, at the beginning kind of hurt, right? Cause it's like, you know, like, gosh, like, oh, I really want, I, you know, you really wanted it to go through, but I, I've gotten so many over the years now that like, it's, it's starting to get better. Like I got a no from a mass market publisher, uh, which I mentioned this on our weekly meetup. Um, yeah. But for the listeners, so I got a, a no from this mass market publisher 
just la- this week. And it was something I really, really was hopeful for. I was like, I think they're going to dig this. And the feedback came back. They were like, this doesn't fit. We're not doing this, this line right now. And we don't think this is good to port over to another line. So pass like, okay. Like, and, and it was a bit of a bummer, but it was also just kind of like, you know what? Hey, well, I've got some other pitches lined up. I'll show this game to them and hope for the best, you know, but at least I got a response because I've had multiple like publishers, especially the bigger publishers where you just don't ever get a response. And if you ask for one, then they'll reply back and say, no, 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 no on this or yes, let's check this out. But that like, that's not fun when you have to like not get like a response and just kind of it's out there. Right. Um, You know, the unknown is not fun. Having an answer is is better. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um but so yeah, you're unfortunately in that weird zone where it could be yes, it could be no, it could be maybe. Have you been able to do any follow-ups or not yet? Yeah, not yet. I I did a um um a test with a publisher for for this game last week, so that's that's great. So another time waiting for some response right. Right. From, from there. And yeah. Let's see what came up from that. And, you know, that's uh, for you and for, for listeners. I think something that I've learned, too, that can be helpful is um, to say to the publisher when you when they say, like, yeah, we're going to we're going to take this back. We're going to talk to the team about it or whatever they say. We're give us a prototype, whatever to just say. Awesome. Thank you. You know, what's your typical turnaround time for reviewing games yeah. or for the next step? Like what I know that you may be you're busy, but like, what's your typical turnaround time? And they'll give you that. And then t- I, I mark that down. And I know that uh, just after that is when I'm probably going to just check in and say, hey, I wanted to see, can I provide any more information? Is there anything else you need about this? You know, and and I leave it at that. And usually I will get a response back from that. Unfortunately, that response is usually we're still looking at it. Thanks for checking in. <laughs> so you wait a couple more months. And then, you know, I mean... The nice thing is you don't have to not be showing the game to other people. So you just keep showing it to other publishers. Right. And, yeah, um, yeah. and you, you know, if somebody else wants it in the meantime, great. Um, yeah. And if not, well, then you just, you wait to see what happens with the original publisher. Yeah. So That's the process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so yeah so that is um so that's a lot of good stuff you're trying to you're trying to do and uh and you've had some early successes i love that with you know selling gateria and getting it published uh you know having bioma win a contest um those are those are great things for starting points like that's fantastic yeah um you know um yeah that's i'm super excited for you that it's it's going well um, and that, you know, the pandemic actually opened up some of those doors. I'm so excited that, um, yeah, it sounds, it sounds good. And Owen, you have another game signed, like you mentioned that you can't talk about yet, but you have another game you said that was signed. So, yeah. um, yeah, so that is hoping that's... that it comes at some point. Oh, <laughs> so is it, is it, you're waiting for like an official contract? No, it, it signed. Oh, it's signed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yes. You're hoping that they do it at some point. Yeah. yeah. I get you. Yeah. 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 The whole waiting for a contract phase can take a long time too sometimes to where it's like, like I I know I've said before to people like, Hey, I'm hoping it, I should get a contract this week. That's what they said. And then like three weeks later, I'm like, 
still waiting. And then a month <laughs> later, you're like, hey, guess what? I signed this contract today. How exciting is that? Um, but yeah, it can be it, it can be frustrating because even though they said they're going to give you a contract, right? Like you get nervous. Is it? Is it? Like, did they change their mind? Did they play the game with someone else? And they're like, no, pass. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um. Awesome. Well, I, I, I enjoyed chatting about all the stuff you're working on um, and uh, and getting to to know you a bit better with all of this uh, and to, to see the successes you're having. Um, and I'm really excited uh, to see where you go and to hope hope that the podcast can help you um, with some of these steps you're taking to um, to try to get more stuff out there and move forward. So, yeah, I just need to. Uh, go through my creativity block right now and see what comes next. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm always dealing with that. And um, yeah, uh, babe steps. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that is tough. You know, the, the it's, and I don't have a lot of great suggestions for how to deal with that. I mean, other than like, I find sometimes that if I just pick an idea and start designing around something, even if I know I'm just going to throw it away um, yeah. or yeah. do things like go out to websites like boardgameizer.com, <laughs> get a dumb idea from them and then just like see what you just mess around with it. Um, sometimes just the act of doing that can help build a little momentum, you know, um, and try to help you, um, you know, feel like it can, it, it can just get you going, but I, I get you. Like I, I go through bouts of a mix of creative blocks and just like apathy and not wanting to work on stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's tough. Like that is one of the hardest parts about forget like rejection and failure, like just not being able to do what you want to do because you don't feel like you have it in you right now. That's hard, right? That is really, really hard to get around of saying like, I just don't know what to do and I'm stuck on this. Um, yeah. yeah. The other thing, the other thing I would suggest that you could try is play test some other people's games and give them feedback. Um, yeah. That, because some, you know, sometimes that can help as well, right? Like watching other, how other games are working um, and, and just putting on that designer hat and thinking about them critically can sometimes, uh, you know, spur you into, into that, into that mindset that you need for that. So those are yeah. some suggestions for you and anybody else out there who's having trouble. Um, but again, it's something I deal with and I don't, I can't always feel like I can cure. So, so I get yeah. it. It's, it's tough. But playtesting is always uh, a thing. Uh, it was what uh, helped me to start in design more and uh, mm -hmm. keep keeping this ball rolling. Because yeah. I, yeah. when I started, I, I started designing Gataria and keep on it for like uh, two years, I think, um, in and out. Uh, but when I uh, started uh, my, my playtest groups, weekly mm -hmm. playtest mm -hmm. groups, meetings, yep. Yep. I, I needed more games. <laughs> yep, yep. So yeah, you, you just need to, to play more and talk more about it to the ideas come through and you will start working on them. Absolutely. And the other thing to remember that too, is that, you know, 
you're going to have games to, to test at some point when you get past that block and, uh, and they're going to be there for you. The people you're play testing games for, you know, it's, yeah. it's creating that thing where they're like, Hey, you keep testing our games. It's like, what do you have to test? Like, let's test one of your games. And, yeah, yeah. um, and yeah, and I think that's obviously that's a good thing. Um, because it's, it's all part of being that part of that community where we, yeah. where we try to help each other out. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I wish you luck with the creative block stuff. Hopefully, you know, that's something that, uh, you can help to work through and yeah, keep coming to those week weekly checkups. We'll keep harassing you about getting stuff done. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> um, but thanks again for, for chatting tonight. Uh, next time we'll dive into some more specific topic. Uh, but okay. for now, yeah, this was great. Uh, listeners, thank you for joining us again this evening. I hope you enjoyed uh, our conversation and hope you found some good stuff in there too, just like we did. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, of course, you can go to buildinggamepodcast.com. Uh, there you can find a link to our Discord channel. Go sign up for that. Come to our weekly meetups. We are like popping at the seams on those weekly meetups. We've had 12 people uh, one week. We had 11 the next week. Uh, and it's and we have plenty of space for more if we need to we'll make a second group it's going to be great um in addition to that of course you can email us building the podcast at gmail.com you can call us at 770-TEL-BTG you can find uh find us on the twitter at podcast btg i am at ja slingerland uh and of course you can come back here every single week and listen to us but until next time good night good night building the game with jason and friends with jason and friends building the game Building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. Dial 770-TELL-BTG. Please don't use the email.